1: Radio Real Estate Show, the Canadian Real Estate Association reports little change in home sales from June to July, but posted the largest year-over-year increase in more than two years. The story from the Canadian Press. Crea says sales dipped 0.7% month over month, but jumped 8.7% from last July to 41186 The average selling price of a home rose 6.3% from a year ago to $668,754. Crea says the number of new listings was down 0.2% from last year to $73,215. Dawn Kelly, The Canadian Press. To break down the numbers and so much more, our expert from REMAX Prime Properties, Asif Khan. Good morning, Asif.
2: Good morning, Tina. Joining us as our first guest today, Tina, is going to be Matt Ray. Matt is the MPP for Perth Wellington and also the Parliamentary Assistant to the Minister of Housing. Matt, welcome to On the Market.
3: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: Matt, I'm going to quote the Premier, and he said, housing is one of the greatest challenges I've ever faced as Premier of Ontario. Right now, it's likely the single greatest challenge facing every government in this country. With that said, what's the solution to this crisis in affordable housing?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh- so there are many solutions. I know uh, during the last election, uh, just over a year ago, we committed, uh, the government did, if we were reelected, which we were, to table a housing supply action plan every four years, a four-year mandate uh, minimum. Uh, I know Minister Clark uh, does table more bills than that uh, to address our housing needs and addressing the housing supply crisis we're facing. Uh, Ontario grew by more than uh, half a million people uh, in the last 12 months. Uh, historic record, Uh, that's more than newcomers for your listeners than Texas and Florida, and they're the fastest growing states in America, Uh, so uh, we're on track to roughly double the size of Ontario's population uh, within a short, uh, within my lifetime, and so we really need to get more homes built uh, faster uh, and uh, more homes that meet everyone's budget.
1: Now, MPP Ray, your government was under fire last week following the release of the 95-page Auditor General's report. Essentially, parts of the Greenbelt, which runs from Niagara to Peterborough, will now be zoned for housing, benefiting some developers. Did housing come at the expense of the Greenbelt?
3: As you mentioned, uh, Tina, the premier was out uh, last week, uh, out in front of the Auditor General's report, uh, which is very rare, actually, for a sitting premier to be doing that. So I think it's premier is demonstrating uh, uh, responsibility and demonstrating leadership and commitment to approving the process. Uh, both Minister Clark and the premier were out uh, answering questions last week, uh, and the premier mentioned in his remarks, the buck the buck stops with him. Uh, and uh, I know the government thanks the Auditor General for her report. Uh, we need to adjust the framework on how we get things done, and we will do that. We're accepting 14 of the 15 recommendations uh, in her report, uh, but as I mentioned earlier, uh, we also need more homes. Uh, we have a housing supply crisis, as you both very well know where. Our government is moving quickly, uh, and which is what we must do to address this, uh, because the status quo is not working. Uh, it cannot stand. We cannot keep doing the same thing we've been doing over and over again. We have to get more homes built.
2: And and how do we do that? And and where do we stand with the? We were told a certain number was needed to be built over the next ten years, and and I know we're short because we've had a shortage of workers, we've had a shortage of supplies, and also the cost of supplies have increased so much. What's the first step? How do we get back on track?
3: One of the first steps is uh, some of the legislation we have tabled: uh, more homes, uh, more choice. Uh, uh, protecting tenants or helping home buyers, protecting tenants, more homes for everyone, and a variety of bills uh, were tabled uh, to help, uh, whether that's reduce regulations uh, for building homes, uh, reducing development charges uh, to reduce the cost, uh, whether that's uh, ensuring that more attainable and affordable housing is built. Uh, I know this year for the percentage of purpose-built rentals uh, is up 75, 77%. Uh, starts this year uh, compared to last year. And last year was historic as well. We're at 30-year highs for both uh, housing and rental starts, uh, which is good to see because everyone is going to need a variety of uh, homes, whether that's your traditional single-attached, whether that's a townhouse, whether that's an apartment, whether that's also uh, seniors living as well, uh, looking for those who want to downsize from their current uh, residents. And so uh, ensuring that we table legislation that gets more homes built quickly and working with our municipal partners to achieve that. <laughs>
1: The average price of a home in the city of Toronto is a million dollars. What is your message to that listener right now who says, there's no way I can even touch a home in the city of Toronto. Where can I go to find housing in this province?
3: Yeah, I have, um, I'm a young MPP relatively, and uh, many of... Uh, young people are struggling, uh, to get into the housing market. It's a common, uh, affordability of housing and something I hear almost every day in my role as MPP for Perth Wellington as parliamentary assistant to Minister Clark. And really it is, uh, I would tell that individual, this government, provincial government, uh, Premier Ford's government, is going to continue to fight to ensure we get more homes built, increase the in number of supply to ensure that uh, they can find a place that fits their budget, uh, whether that's uh, an apartment, a condo, a townhouse, uh, semi, uh, ensuring that we provide more options for all Ontarians, whether you're new to Ontario or if you've been born here and raised here, the opportunity for the Ontario dream and uh, home ownership.
2: And as realtors, we sometimes play armchair politicians and come up with uh, ideas on, on how we think we can help first time home buyers. And some of those are having a land transfer tax holiday and things that would make it easier for younger people. I've I've just seen my cousin move into her new home and just seeing the cost for land transfer tax and everything that goes into play. You know, the welcome thing was the increased RRSP contribution that she was able to take advantage of. But has there been any talk about maybe deferring some of these fees or giving them a land transfer tax holiday to encourage younger people to get into the market?
3: Another great question, and uh, I know with uh, Bill 23, the development charges was also removing those on affordable and attainable uh, housing, so that's removed uh, from affordable and attainable housing. It's really to help reduce the cost of those units for a young person, for example, uh, getting into the market. And I know we're also suggesting, the um, we've done a lot of work provincially around the HST that builders have to pay, uh, re- like offsetting that, rebating that to them. And I know Really, it is in the federal government's court now to uh, uh, rebate that to the builders so they can build more apartments, the big barrier uh, to apartments. but we hear a lot from realtors that land transfer tax, deferral, and other innovative solutions uh, to uh, the housing crisis. and as the premier mentioned in his remarks last week, uh, it really some of the best ideas come outside from outside of government uh, and uh, we uh, accept a lot of those ideas and look at them really hard and see what will work uh, to ensure that we get more homes built uh, quicker and affordable uh, homes to meet everyone's budget.
2: MPP Ray, thank you so much for joining us for On the Market. If people want to know more about the housing plan, where can they read up about it?
3: Newsontario.ca, there's a lot of uh, announcements there on housing. Uh, Almost every week there's an announcement around housing, whether that's affordable housing, attainable, rent-to-geared income, Uh, and so they can read up more of some there as well and continue to uh, obviously watch Minister Clark and the Premier's uh, announcement. Uh, once the legislature returns, uh, I know we'll be looking at tabling another housing supply action plan then.
2: Yeah, thank you for all you do and, and for joining us for On the Market. No, thank you. After the break, the rent report.
1: This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's radio real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with today's next guest,
2: Asif. Thank you, Tina. And our next guest is from rentals.ca, Giacomo Ladis. Giacomo, welcome to On the Market. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Giacomo, for our listeners that are unfamiliar with rentals.ca, tell us a little bit about what you guys do and what they can find on your site.
4: For sure. So, for those who don't know, uh, Rentals.say is an online marketplace uh, for apartment rental searches. And what we do is we connect private landlords to prospecting renters. We have thousands of listings all across the country, and we even let small landlords post for free.
2: That's awesome. Now, is this a resource for the general public, or is it mainly geared towards real estate professionals?
4: So, I think in, in general, like, short answer is yes. Rentals.say is open to the public, right? It's not only a wonderful place to find an apartment or for landlords to post their available units, but we also every month post a national rent report, which goes over the average rents across the country, and that, of course, is also available to the public. We're not operating as a brokerage. We're truly just an online marketplace connecting Canadians from renters to prospective landlords.
1: Okay, so speaking of the rent report, what can you tell us about the latest one?
4: So the latest one, and just to kind of preface before we talk about anything about the rent report, everything that we do report on are for new rentals coming to the market, Mm -hmm. which is about 20% of all renters, right? About 80% of people who rent an apartment are already in their units, right? We call those in-place renters. So for new apartments coming to market, what we have found is we reached a new record high in Canada where the average rent is across over $2,000 a month which has surpassed the previous record from November of 2022. And just like a quick little nugget of information as well, over the past two years, average rent in Canada has increased by about 20%, or by an average of about $350 a month. So these are, again, all new rentals coming to market, um, which, of course, are going to be a little bit higher than in-place renters. But like I said, we're over $2,000 a month on average.
2: And when we're talking about increases such as these twenty percent increases and and we're looking at affordability, how do people afford a rental these days if they're selling their homes and moving into a rental or even you know new people moving into the country? Where are they going?
4: That's a great question. and there's there's a couple of different ways we can look at that, right? So if we want to talk about where we're going, we can just kind of look at vacancy rates. So we can stick to Toronto, for example. The vacancy rates right now are about 1.7%, which is obviously quite low. Um, so, the, you know, the supply and demand is where the real issue is. There's just not a lot of places <laughs> to rent right now. So what are people doing? We're getting a little bit creative, right? We're seeing that roommates are becoming a thing more often now, um, where, you know, people are splitting a two-bedroom apartment where they can save potentially hundreds of dollars a month by having that. And we're also seeing, you know, single-family uh, detached homes that are now subletting and becoming you know, duplexes or triplexes. Um in short though, there's a huge supply and demand issue, so it is becoming a little bit tougher to find an apartment. And when you do, you are paying that higher price tag.
1: So do you think that there are short term rentals on the rise?
4: I think maybe in the short term. Like obviously short term rentals because they're, you know, usually much more expensive, right? They're mm-hmm. not gonna be a long term solution. Um, But as of right now, when the vacancy rates are as low as they are, people need to get creative. People need to find a place to live. So, you know, whether that's being a single family home, like I mentioned, that's being subdivided for rent, Um, you know, short-term rentals are not the long-term solution, but we are seeing that coming to market a little bit more.
2: And typically we would tell a prospective tenant that it's not prudent to search 30 to 60 days or or in advance of that Uh, we we tell them to wait till they're about 30 or 60 days away from wanting their rental but how has that changed now with the limited supply and the multiple offers and bidding wars should people be looking well in advance of that 60-day window
4: we're kind of suggesting now three months you know moving up from that 60-day window again with supply as low as they are The more time you can give yourself to potentially find a place, the better. Uh, At Rentals.ca on our website, we have tons of resources to kind of help tenants make these decisions and kind of keep them prepared for these big life decisions. Um, But typically, we're now saying about three months would be a good time to start looking.
1: And are there specific areas in Toronto, in York Region, for affordable rental properties?
4: Well, I can just kind of give you an outline of of what we're seeing. So. Oakville, for example, was the only suburb of the GTA that was now more expensive than the actual city of Toronto. Um, So like an Oakville apartment now is $3,200 a month for these purpose-built rentals. Uh, If we can dive a little bit into the numbers there, like the fifth and sixth highest price markets um, in the York region there are Richmond Hill and Markham. And then a little bit cheaper than that, we have Mississauga, Etobicoke, and then Brampton. Um, So those ones are the more affordable areas than right directly in Toronto or even Oakville right now. And maybe just to kind of, you know, a little general overview right now, for a new purpose rental in Toronto, a one-bedroom apartment is almost $2,600, and the two-bedroom would take you about $3,300. So that's kind of the benchmark where we're seeing right now in Toronto.
2: And with a lot of the new condos coming up in downtown Toronto uh, and, and not being under the rent control guidelines, are you seeing a large spike in those rentals?
4: What we're seeing now typically is, the issue is the supply and demand. Whenever there is more supply, it's filled up usually quite quickly. Um, There's a ton of reasons for that, right? We're seeing that, you know, the record number of of immigration increases, there's just an influx of population that's not really meeting the demand of new builds. And because of that, whenever there are new builds, they get jumped on quite quickly. Unfortunately, the only way that we really see like a long-term solution for this is to start building at a higher exponential level. Yes, we are picking that up now, but we do need to still meet the demand that we're seeing.
1: You talked about that price of rent going from you know 2000 to over 3000 in some areas. Do you think we're ever going to go back?
4: I'm trying to tell if we would go back in the immediate future just because of the issue of supply and demand, right? It's just... It's the most simple terms to look at it, and I wish it was, you know, I had this bigger answer than that. But really, until we start seeing that difference of supply and demand, we kind of expect this to continue for some time right now. Um, In order for us to go back, just like, you know, anything in the marketplace there, we need to create a lot more supply. Um, So until we get more, and it it has increased, right? There's more building permits being released. More buildings are starting to come to market. And there are some areas across the country that are reaching their goals for the new 2030 deadline of new home builds. Um, So there's a ton of things that we are seeing that might be positive, but for the near future, there's just such little supply that we think this might continue for the next few months at least, maybe even the next couple of years.
2: And Giacomo, I know this is the first time that you've been on On the Market, but on behalf of our listeners, we're hoping you're going to come back again and again. So if our listeners want to read up about the current rental report, where can they find it?
4: Of course. So our website is rentals.ca, and then if you go right on the top of the site, you'll see rent reports, and once you click on that, we update this every month, and we have a national, provincial, and municipal overview, which discusses a breakdown of all new coming-to-market rentals. Um, we also have a great blog where we give tips to renters um, to kind of help them make that big life decision there.
2: Thank you very much for joining us, and, and we hope to hear, you, hear from you again.
4: Thank you so much. My pleasure to be here.
1: When we come back, your real estate questions, this is On the Market on 1059 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him 416 985 Khan. That's 416 985 5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now back to On the Market on 1059 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market. Your questions for Asif Khan are next, and we begin with Jim in Markham. He is planning to move his family to B.C. for work, but is considering renting his home here. He wants to know your advice, Asif, to manage this long-distance rental. What to do.
2: Well, first of all, it's definitely a good idea to hold on to your home here if you can afford to rent it out and and if you ever decide that you're going to move back uh, to Markham, at least you have a place to go to because the mistake a lot of people make is they believe that they can sell and then get back into the market in Markham or Richmond Hill and with prices continuing to climb as high as they do in those areas, it's difficult to get back in. So if you can carry that home uh, through a rental then that's a great idea. There's lots of different ways that you can manage that rental. One is to hire a property management company. It's something that a lot of brokerages offer, or agents offer, Uh, we do ourselves, and what it includes is a visit to the property. Every once in a while we can set the frequency. It makes sure that your rent is being received and that the people in the home, the renters, the tenants, have a local point of contact in case they need anything.
1: And what kinds of costs um, are Jim and his family looking at in terms of a property management company being involved?
2: So I've seen as low as $100 a month up to a percentage of the rental. It could be 10 or 20% of the rental price, depending on what they need to do. If they're just simply monitoring the property and making those phone calls or connections, it could be, pretty insignificant for what you're getting Uh, and if it is more intricate if they have to actually go to the bank and deposit checks and things like that then the cost could be a little bit more so I've seen a lot of landlords when they are off-site they will also let the management company deal with landscaping and grass cutting or snow removal just to make sure it's being done properly so that could add to the cost it just depends on how much you want the property manager to be involved in the property itself. Does it pe- depend on
1: what type of property that Jim wants to rent? What if it's what if it's not a condo? What if it's a home or a house rather? Does um, that present greater challenges?
2: Yeah, with homes, there's obviously a lot more that could happen with a condo itself in a building. You're looking at most of the things being managed by building management or the condo corporation. Whereas with a home, now you're looking at roofs, furnaces, things, that anything that could go wrong that you'd want the property manager to take care of in case something happens. And and that's where the difference in fees would come about. Is it depends on how much you want them to take care of and what you can take care of, and it'll be set accordingly with the fees.
1: Now, we heard earlier in the show about rental properties, probably not going to be a problem to find a
2: tenant. Now there's so much demand right now for rentals and it's just getting higher and higher. So there's a lot of people looking to rent. Finding the right tenant is the question. You want to make sure that you're not going to Enter into any horror stories that we've heard about in past weeks on this show as well about maybe tenants uh, taking advantage of a landlord that's not here or a tenant that may refuse to pay rent or a tenant that doesn't want to leave when you're moving back into the place. So, you know, we have to consider all of those things when we're looking for a renter and make sure that uh, you're covered on that side as well.
1: if the next question is from Sasha. They sold their home and purchased a new home, which will not be ready for the start of the school year. In your experience, is it possible to find a short-term rental in their new Richmond Hill neighborhood?
2: Short-term rentals are very few and far between. Mm. So it is difficult to find a short-term rental. I've seen people go into Airbnbs or even hotels for extended stays. But the best thing you can do is maybe negotiate with the people that purchased your home and see if you can get an extended closing. So they may not have to move, like if they're living with parents or if they have a place they're in right now that they can extend. That may be the best solution to it is approach them, have an amendment drawn up and see if they'll extend that closing until your move-in date, or at least closer to the move-in date, so it limits your stay in a hotel or an Airbnb. Short-term rentals are really hard to find. As a reminder, if you have questions for on the market, send
1: your email to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, the best way for
2: listeners to contact and follow you on social media? they can follow me on, I guess it's called X now, right? It's yes, Twitter. It so it's <laughs> That's at, right. at RemaxAllStar on X or uh, Asif Khan Remax on Instagram.
1: If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening.